step worth taking If the path we face Is the one God's making When he says go, we won't be alone Let's take a leap of faith Have you ever received a letter in the mail? Have you ever handwritten a letter and mailed it to a friend or grandparent? Maybe even a cousin? In today's world, most mail goes through our computers and is called email. It wasn't that long ago, though, that all mail was delivered by the mailman. Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Best friends Zeke and Elliot are two frogs that have many adventures around Bicker's Pond. I'm Leah. Come with me today as we note the story, Pen Pals. Dear Winnie, it was so fun to meet you at camp this year. I think Pen Pals is awesome. What was your favorite part of camp? Bye, Zeke. Dear Zeke, yes, writing letters to each other will be so much fun. My favorite part of camp was the kayaking. I'll beat you next year, Winnie. Dear Winnie, I miss you at camp this year. I thought you were coming. It wasn't the same without you. I was hoping we could race to the kayaks again. Your friend, Zeke. Dear Zeke, sorry I didn't make it to camp. My mom felt like I needed more time at home during the summer this year. Your pen pal, Winnie. Dear Winnie, I understand why it would be so Years went by and the two did not see each other again, but kept in touch by writing letters to one another. The pen pals look forward to each letter. Simon, the Bicker's Pond mail snail, arrived one day at Zeke's and barely opened the mailbox before the frog leapt out the door. Any mail from Maple Forest? Right here, Zeke. Boy, howdy. I've delivered these letters to you for so long, I get excited myself to see another one. You two ever gonna see each other again? Sure hope so, Simon. We've been so busy that it never seems to happen. She's still traveling with that girl band? What was the name again? The Whale and Winnie's. And yes, she is. She had that same band name when we were kids at camp together. It's full of girls with the nickname Winnie. I think she found them all and got the band back together a few years ago. Well, you better get that letter read before you have to go down to the shop. I'll see you around, Zeke. Thanks, Simon. I'll have a letter for you to pick up tomorrow. Zeke rushed inside and sat down at his desk to begin reading the latest letter from Winnie. His porcupine friend's neat script was different from his own rough handwriting. She always wrote in nice clean lines with little swishes at the end of the words and dotted her eyes with small circles. Dear Zeke, I laughed so hard at the story of Elliot falling in the pond while trying to help you reel in that big fish. Fishing sounds exciting and relaxing. I would love to learn one day. Not to brag, but I've gotten pretty good at throwing darts. I occasionally enjoy a game of checkers, but chess is more my style now. I've started collecting fossils that I find here at Maple Forest. You have to tell me more about Casey. She sounds real sweet. I'm looking forward to reading your next letter. Your friend, Winnie. Dear Winnie, chess? Wow. Elliot loves to play chess. I prefer checkers. You'd love the woods around Bicker's Pond. There's a lot of great trails to explore for fossils. There's even a waterfall called Whispering Falls. You can climb behind it in a small cave and it sounds like whispers. Casey works at a place called Drake's Deli. Oh, and they have a special called the Horsefly. You've got to try it. Oh wait, I just remembered, you don't eat flies. Boy, you don't know what you're missing. Anyway, 
Casey works at the deli, but she also takes art classes from Mrs. Drake, the owner's wife. You should see the drawings she sketched for Elliot and me. It looks like it could come to life. Hope to hear from you soon. Your pal, Zeke. Dear Zeke, what would you say if I told you I was coming to visit? I know we've discussed it before and there's never been an opening in our schedules. You're not going to believe this, but the band got a gig at that place in Baker's Pond, the Stompin' Stump. A grasshopper named Ruby contacted us. Is that the same Ruby that makes the delicious ice cream you've mentioned? I would love to catch a flight a couple of days early to spend some time with my old pal and go on all the adventures you've told me about. I won't make definite plans until I know that's okay with you. Take care, Winnie. Dear Winnie, okay with me? Are you kidding? I hopped clear across the room when I read your last letter. I'll be expecting you and get a place for you at Ruby's guest house. I'm gonna make all kinds of plans so we can hike, fish, go see the waterfall, and any other trouble we can get ourselves into. I'm just so excited you're coming. Can't wait to see you again in person. Your pal, Zeke. Dear Zeke, my bag is packed and I'll be arriving on the 23rd. My flight lands at 2 p.m. That will give us the better part of the day to have some adventures. Oh, and while we're at the Stompin' Stump, I have to hear you and Elliot do one of your musical duets. See you on the 23rd, your friend, Winnie. In the days leading up to Winnie's arrival, Zeke scrubbed his place from floor to ceiling and ceiling to floor. Then he went to meet Elliot and Casey at Drake's Deli so they could make a list of the things he wanted Winnie to see and do. I can't wait to meet her, Zeke. She sounds like so much fun. How long has she been your pen pal? We met at summer camp years ago. We were both heading towards the same kayak. It turned into a race and she beat me. We started laughing and I grabbed another kayak. We decided to race and I beat her, but barely. For the next couple of years, it was a tradition of ours to race. I'd win some and she'd win some. We decided to keep in touch after camp and became pen pals. One summer, she didn't show up for camp. I didn't know why, and when I wrote to her, she said her mom thought she needed more time at home. I never saw her again after that, but we kept writing. We have ever since. I'm a little nervous. I'm worried she won't like the things that I have planned to do. What's not to like, buddy? Everything you planned is straight from the letters you've read. You're right. Okay, so what have we got on this list so far? You've got a lot. You need to try to put it in an order that makes the most sense so that you can cover more ground. Literally. For instance, on the day you go fishing, you could go see Whispering Falls as well. Oh, that's a great idea, Elliot. And when you bring her to the pool to show her around, you could have lunch at the deli, and she can meet me at the same time. Perfect. The 23rd arrived, and it was a beautiful blue sky. Zeke waited in the clearing, looking up, hoping to catch a glimpse of Winnie as she rode on the wings of a large gray goose. It was 1.45. What is taking so long? Stop rubbing the buttons on your suspenders or they'll fall off. It's only 1.45 and she is not due till 2 o'clock. I can't help it. Do my jeans look okay? Mrs. Mouse washed them and put new patches on for me. You look like you. Stop fidgeting. I see them. There they are. Zeke began to wave excitedly. He could see a small hand waving back. Elliot watched his friend and smiled. He knew the excitement that every handwritten letter brought. Right on time, 2 p.m. See, you had nothing to worry about. Hey, over here, Winnie. The small porcupine climbed down from the goose and waved again. All at once, Zeke noticed that she was missing part of her arm. Maybe it was tucked up in the sleeve of her jacket. Where was it? He was trying to work it out when he realized Elliot was talking to him. Zeke, Zeke, are you going to say hello? Uh, yes. Hello, Winnie. 
I'm so excited to see you again. How was your trip? Zeke stuck out his right hand, ready to grasp Winnie's, but she only had a portion of that arm. Elliot elbowed Zeke, who instantly switched to his left hand. Winnie ignored his hand and hugged her old friend's neck. Zeke, I sure am glad to see you again after all these years. I would have known you anywhere, and you must be Elliot. It's nice to meet you finally. Zeke has told me so much about you from your letters. If you have any bags, I can get them for you. Not that you couldn't get them yourself. I just mean it's... it's mannerly... I just mean it's the mannerly thing to do. For me to grab your bag or bags... It's just one. I like to travel light. No sense in packing my whole closet for just a few days. I hope I brought the right clothes for our adventures. At the word adventures, all the color drained from Zeke's face. What had he done? Everything he had planned required two hands. His friend would be humiliated, and he couldn't stand the thought of hurting her feelings. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not really that exciting. We really don't do much except sit around and talk. Eat at the stomping stuff, sing a few songs. Oh, don't give me that. All I've read about in your letters is the wonderful things to do around Bicker's Pond. What a kidder. He's got all kinds of plans for your visit. We made a whole list, didn't we, Zeke? Well, I wouldn't go that far. It's just a few simple things to do. Everything is easy for us. To do with not much effort. Well, let's get started. We're burning daylight. To begin our tour, I thought we could head over to the library. We have lots of interesting books we could check out. Or even sit and read. <laughs> Seek, I sure have missed your sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot laughed and took Winnie's bag to Ruby's guest house. Winnie was a little surprised when she and Zeke did, in fact, go to the library. She thought maybe he had some sort of scavenger hunt planned, or maybe a surprise. But they just looked at books. Hey, Zeke, after this, are we heading to Whisper and Falls? Also, I'll need to borrow a fishing pole from you so you can teach me to fish. I couldn't pack one of those in my luggage. <laughs> Maybe we could try that later. Next, I wanted to take you somewhere really exciting. We're going to stop and visit the post office where our letters arrive back and forth. Seriously? <laughs> I mean, great. Simon will want to meet you. He's been delivering your mail to me ever since, well, camp days. Simon was pleased that Zeke brought Winnie to the post office and enjoyed meeting the porcupine behind the letters. Winnie was happy to meet the local residents, but was beginning to feel a little disappointed that these adventures were not so adventurous. She went along, hoping things would get more exciting soon. Zeke led the way to the stomp and stump so they could get an early supper and at least have done one thing on his real list, sample some of Ruby's ice cream. Everything on the menu looks delicious. I can't decide. Then might I suggest you get the Ruby special? Hi, Elliot. Good to see you again. I hope it wasn't too much of an inconvenience for you to bring my bag here. Not at all. How's the list going? Checked off any adventures yet? Uh, yeah, sure did. We stopped at the library and the post office. And now we're going to taste some of Ruby's ice cream. The library? Post office? Those aren't on the list. Ruby's is, but what about the, uh, who you know... needs a list anyway? We're having a great time, aren't we, Winnie? Yes, yes, of course. I can't wait to taste this ice cream. Oh, since you're here, Elliot, can the two of you please play a song for me? Hey, we're Noel and Winnie's. I can't imagine you'd like to hear us. No, no, you don't. You can't get off that easy. I've been hearing about you and Elliot playing music for years. I did bring your banjo, Zeke. I grabbed it on the way to drop off Winnie's bag. Okay, but just one song. At that, the two frogs took their instruments to the stage, and Zeke started off with an up-tempo melody they'd played many times at the stump. They were about halfway through when the drums behind them came alive. 
The porcupine was skillfully playing using her left hand to hold a drumstick and her half appendage to play the cymbals. The frogs were wide-eyed and signaled to each other to keep playing. Once the song ended, the crowd erupted in applause. Winnie laughed out loud and told the guys to do another one. The two frogs happily agreed and played for another 20 minutes. I need a break. My fingers are going to fall off. Look at mine. They already did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have laughed at that. I'm, I'm so sorry. For what? I'm the one who made the joke. But I shouldn't have laughed. It's serious. Wait a second. Does this have anything to do with going to the library and the post office instead of what's on that list of yours? Um, I'm going to go get something to drink while you two talk. Come on, Zeke. Talk to me. I don't know what to say or even how to answer that question. Tell you what, why don't you pretend you're writing me a letter? That seems silly. How do I even start? Like you always do. Dear Winnie. Um, okay, here it goes. Dear Winnie, what happened to your arm? Last time I saw you at camp, you were perfectly fine. I remember because we used to race to the kayaks and you beat me half the time. I think I would have remembered if you didn't have both arms. Is that why you never came back? And if we were such good friends, why didn't you tell me? Hopefully still your pal, Zeke. Dear Zeke, first of all, let me say that I am sorry for not telling you. I'm so used to it that I didn't think to mention it. Well, let me back up. I used to think about mentioning it to you, but I was afraid so I never did, and now I realize I should have. What happened? I got very sick from an infection that went into the bones of my arm and I had to have surgery. That's why I never came back to camp. I was in rehab and physical therapy for a pretty long while. Camp wasn't an option those next two years. Then we were too old to go. I never meant to surprise you with this, and I hope I haven't damaged our friendship. Always your pal, and hope to remain so. Winnie. I'm really sorry you had to go through that alone. Well, not alone. You had your family, but I wish there was something I could have done. Oh, you did. More than you know. It was God, my family, and your letters that helped me get through the long days of physical therapy and loneliness. I could read your letters about life going on outside while I was cooped up. When I wrote to you, I could just be myself. When I needed you most, Zeke, you were there. Every time I prayed, I asked God to bless you, especially because of your friendship. At the ice cream counter, Elliot was wiping his eyes as he watched the two friends talking. Ruby, who had overheard, blew her nose into a tissue. I gotta tell you, Elliot, that right there reminds me of the verse in the Bible that says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. I usually don't get so emotional, but that got me. There's another verse in Proverbs that says the righteous choose their friends carefully. Oh, here they come. We better pull ourselves together. Hey, you two, you ready for those Ruby specials yet? Sure are. And bring plenty of napkins because it's on. We're going to see who can finish theirs the fastest. Oh, is that so? Well, I think you might be at an advantage seeing as how you know what a ruby special is, and I don't. It's any three flavors with any three toppings covered with a honey drizzle. And tell you what, I'll eat mine with one hand tied behind my back. Oh, no, you don't. I don't need any help from you. Ruby, we'll need some extra napkins so he can wipe his tears of defeat. Extra napkins <laughs> coming at you. Elliot counted the three, and the porcupine and the frog dug into their specials. Once everyone around the stump saw what was going on, they moved in to watch the two. Zeke beat Winnie by one bite. This competition led the two pen pals over to a dartboard hanging nearby. 
Winnie, who had mentioned she was good at the sport, wasn't kidding. Using her own quills as darts, she outplayed her friend as well as anyone who had challenged her. The next day, Zeke took Winnie out to the fishing hole and taught her how to cast a line. In no time flat, she caught a huge mess of fish and made Zeke doubt his own skills. I thought you said you'd never done this before. I don't believe it. This is my first time, I promise. I think it means you're a good teacher. I don't know. You certainly don't let anything stop you. I really admire that. Thanks for a wonderful day. I loved Whispering Falls, and I've got my fossils we found there. I know we had to cram a lot in since I basically wasted our whole first day. It wasn't a waste. We spent time together, which is what friends do. I got to meet Elliot and then Casey today at the deli. You really are blessed, Zeke. I hope you know that. Bicker's Pond is a wonderful place. Yeah, it's pretty amazing around here. We'd better get these fish taken care of and you back to the stomping stump. It's almost time for the concert. You know, you're welcome to come back for a visit any time and keep those letters coming. You bet I will. Becoming pen pals has been pretty awesome. Yeah, it's been the best. Zeke met Elliot and Casey. They found a table near the front of the stage. With the name Wailing Winnie's, they weren't sure what to expect. But it was amazing. There was Winnie on the drums, Edwina on the piano, Gwyneth and Gwendolyn on vocals, and Winona on bass guitar. Zeke jumped to his feet cheering as they finished their first song and began another. He marveled at the talent of his friend and her ability to persevere. He was glad they had remained friends all these years. Did you know that God wrote us a letter as well? It's called the Bible or scripture. It's made up of God's special words from Him right to us. In fact, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, Every part of Scripture is God-breathed and useful one way or another, showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, training us to live God's way. Even though the words were written long ago, they are true and will last forever. It's also full of true stories about all kinds of people that lived and served God throughout the earth. It is God's love letter to all of us. Welcome to Insightful Information with Kelly and Candy. Don't you love a good handwritten letter? I do. It's such a personal touch. In today's story, Winnie, the porcupine, wrote letters to her good friend Zeke. A porcupine is a herbivore. It eats leaves, twigs, and green plants like skunk cabbage and clover. Skunk cabbage? I mean, really, do those have to go hand in hand? I like cabbage, but do you eat skunk cabbage? We're talking about what porcupines eat, not humans. Oh, then continue. Thank you. In the winter, it may eat bark. It often climbs trees to find food. It's mostly nocturnal, but will sometimes forage for food in the day. It is a very vocal animal and has a wide variety of calls, including moans, grunts, coughs, wails, whines, shrieks, and tooth clicking. That would get on my nerves really fast. I could think of a few, or one in particular who sounds like a porcupine. Note taken. Wait, I don't click my teeth. Time to go, kids. See you what next do you time. Mean? Are you talking about me? Kelly, come back. We need to discuss this. Gotta go. Thanks for listening today. Parents, if you enjoy these stories, please like and review us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to share us with your friends. We look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith.
Winnie. It was so fun to meet you at camp this year. I think Pen Pals is awesome. Is that too squeaky? <laughs> I, lo- that I love was it. Perfect. That, that was fantastic. <laughs> Dear Winnie, I miss you at camp this year. <laughs> I love it though. Dear Winnie. <laughs> Do it again and I'm gonna beat you. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> Dear Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> you started this. It's your fault. Oh. <laughs> okay. Howdy. Okay. Right here, Zeke. Boy, howdy. I've delivered these letters to you for so long. <laughs> Let me do that again. <clears throat> I've delivered these letters. <laughs> yeah, I can get through this, I promise. She's still traveling with that girl band. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>